This is a half-court college podcast. This week, we'll break down our top 10 teams in college basketball and discuss where we disagree. We will then discuss a few other teams in our rankings that we disagree on and discuss the craziest resume in week by a team this year. All right, so we're going to start with our top 10. We're recording on a Wednesday, so this is our uh, top 10s as of Monday, so ignoring the games that have happened Monday night and Tuesday night. But uh, I can get us started. Um, I had Auburn number one. Yeah, I also had Auburn number one. So... Did you get any closer to putting Gonzaga number one? Because Actually, I got further away. Really? How did how did you <laughs> do that? Um, I mean, it wasn't like Gonzaga really pulled off much this week, like by themselves, and like I don't know. I get that they played a close game over Missouri, but then they also like played a not very close game over an Oklahoma team that's like threatened yeah. to get ranked at times. Yeah, definitely. But um, and yeah, and then Gonzaga's just not. They've like kind of like they, it wasn't even like they were playing like rel- like if they if Gonzaga had like beaten two like like a relevant- San Francisco a BYU or a St Mary's yeah exactly like but they beat like two of like the bottom hangers in the yeah I think they'll have Coast. a chance this week they go on the road against San Diego and BYU who are currently three and four in uh, conference play for the West Coast Conference so I think this they have more of a chance this uh, this week to get closer um, yeah I mean last night Auburn or. Yeah, Auburn just killed Alabama. So yeah, I just at this point I think it's gonna take it's gonna take an Auburn loss for me to move Auburn below Gonzaga. I think. Yeah, exactly. Because at this point Auburn's playing better teams and has that one less loss. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, they need a, they need a real loss. And even if, I mean honestly, there's no one in the SEC really that I'm like I I think I give them a forgivable loss to. They, the biggest game they have left is they go on the road against Tennessee. Yeah, and then the second's probably like either at Arkansas or at Florida. Probably at Arkansas at this point in the season. Exactly, like it's a road game against like a all right team. Yeah, like, wow, they already went through the ringer and came out on the other side. They played Alabama twice. They only got Kentucky and LSU each once. So not the hardest SEC schedule as as they could have possibly yeah. had. But regardless, like, so I do think losing one of these games will put them below Gonzaga for me. But besides that, like, I mean, yeah. Yeah, so you, yeah. Okay, I, cool. I definitely got, I mean, I, I see that you have Auburn. I mean, we could just say number two. I have Gonzaga. Yeah, yeah, yeah obviously. Uh, it really, it's really it's, come down to that it's for those me. Two, yeah, but, um, yeah, I mean, I probably, probably like, was, didn't, like, put, look too much into it and forgot that they did, like, handle Oklahoma pretty well. But, um, I just feel like it's such a, it's such a strange game to be a one point win against, this Missouri team. This is not a good Missouri team. No, they really aren't. Um, it it would it was pretty embarrassing for like Auburn to like, but like, I really I still like they've still won. It was on the road, like yeah, but like one point different, and then we're this is a whole another conversation about how far do we drop this Auburn team? Yeah, no, hundred percent fair. Because yeah, Missouri is like eight and eight and uh, twelve after the after the weekend. Um, not very good by any means whatsoever. No, but yeah. Gonzaga is just kind of cruising at this point, so I think they're locked in at two. Um, it's not too many teams that are. Uh, yeah, really, there's not much to say about Gonzaga until they lose. Also, yeah. But is there any way? Like, I don't know. I'm looking at the teams I have behind them. Is there any way you could see getting like, like, it, like if if Purdue or UCLA just basically win out? I think UCLA possibly, but they also have the same amount of losses Gonzaga does. And if UCLA picks up, like, another win against Arizona, they may still have similar quality wins compared to Gonzaga. And they already both have two losses, one of which being a blowout between the two teams for UCLA, which Gonzaga lost. Yeah. Or which UCLA lost to Gonzaga. So it is tough to get UCLA ahead of them. Um, I don't know. If Purdue kind of 
goes on a roll in the Big Ten. I think that's easily possible just because um, there's some names there, but Purdue's schedule also coming up is getting a little weaker. Purdue's kind of already yeah, played they, some of those top teams. They're, they're, they end uh, with two road games against Michigan State and Wisconsin, but yeah, that's and, about and it. Yeah, and coming up, they have, in the next two weeks, they have uh, a road and home with Michigan, a road game with Minnesota, and then a home game with Illinois. So um, they're probably going to be favored in, like by more than five points in all those games. So it's not like any huge wins showing up for Purdue. They don't, yeah. The Mich- once they go on the road for Michigan and Wisconsin, that's when they can probably pile it up. Yeah, I think you're probably right. It would it would be it would be pretty difficult. Like a lot of uh, the, I guess yeah. The biggest issue is a lot of the teams we're looking at. They like who are behind them have played their big games. So yeah, they, so it's maybe like movement. Like honestly, maybe the best chance to jump a team like Gonzaga. Um, I mean, obviously UCLA and Purdue have that shot, but like. Maybe like even a Baylor or Kansas going on a roll. Yeah, they both played. They have two more games against each other. So yeah, if 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 you sweep those games because they haven't played each other, um, so yeah, they're actually playing um, this weekend. But um, like Baylor still has Texas Tech, uh, Texas twice, Iowa State. um, So yeah, a lot of winnable games for both these teams. And there's nothing Gonzaga shouldn't lose again. Like they're they like I think I think they have their hardest matchup left this weekend. Yeah, um, they're, and they're they, gonna they're going on the road to BYU. Um, I feel like that's a place where they have lost, like some of their perfect West West, um, West Coast Conference seasons. And this BYU team looked like has looked really good at times. So it, I, it's not it's not insane. I I just be I'd be a little surprised. But you're right that, that this is this is a big test. And then at the end of the season they go they play the other two big teams on the road. So we'll see how they do. But I'd be pretty surprised they lose the two seed. Yeah, no, I would be shocked too. I think Auburn and Gonzaga put themselves on a pedestal. Um, yep. Really, not the two teams everyone expected. Everyone expected like a Gonzaga UCLA or Gonzaga Baylor at that point in the season. But credit to Auburn. But I say we move on and talk about where we got some differences. Yep. Uh, number three. Number three is our first one. I got Purdue. I have UCLA. Yeah. So I actually jumped up pretty well off this week. Um, <coughs> last week I had them up at eight, and uh, I had uh, Houston and Duke ahead of them, who also just all they did was win this week. But I feel like Purdue put up a pretty, <coughs> pretty quality week. Um, with uh, road win by ten points against an Iowa team that's still a tournament team, and then uh, a home win against Ohio State, where um, they won on a buzzer beater, but like they were up at twenty by twenty points at one point in that game. Um, so I mean, it's hard to judge off that, but this Purdue team is looking like they can beat anybody if they want to. Yeah, I I agree with you. I don't think I think it was a slightly positive week, or like a definitely pretty, a very positive week. Um. I didn't have them go up quite as much as you. I had them at seven yes. going up to four. So who do you have at three? Did, I, did we just mention that? Yeah, I think I mentioned I have UCLA there. Yep. So where did you have UCLA and Purdue last week? I had UCLA at 10 and Purdue at seven. Okay, so you, you jumped UCLA up a bunch there. Yeah. I mean, obviously UCLA beat one of the, like, what, I'm assuming we both had Arizona top five last week. Yeah, yeah. They beat they went, they went 3-0. They didn't play a, a close game at all. Uh, they creamed Stanford, who's proven they have at least upset potential in the Pac-12. Um, it's not like, I, I think they're like definitely very similar quality weeks, but I do want, I mean, yeah, that top end win and they like won by 16 points. Exactly. I think if Purdue had been able to like really put away Ohio state a little more decisively, I think that would have been, yeah, that's fair. That could have kept Purdue ahead of them for, uh, ahead of, uh, you say for me, and it's, but it's not like I Purdue at number four. I, I'll just yeah. say that now. Yeah. Uh, so it's not like I have, I'm like really that much lower on Purdue. Um, going into the week, I had UCLA. As my, or last week I had UCLA eleven, so to jump them up to three would be kind of a tough task for me. Um, and, and also like, like realistically, 
That's their... Just looking at their schedule real quick. Probably third win against the possible tournament team. And I feel like Purdue has a lot more of those. That's Obviously, definitely... Purdue hasn't beaten the top five team. No, um, but they haven't really like had an opportunity to besides... The, like, the closest they've come is losing to Wisconsin. Even losing to Wisconsin hasn't gotten Wisconsin near yeah, the top five. Yeah, they beat five. a Villanova team who's really close as well. Um, but, yeah, they have wins against Ohio State, Illinois, um, Villanova, like Iowa twice. Iowa's tournament team, um, obviously Villanova. UNC's also a tournament team. Um, just a lot of good wins, I feel like, rounding out Purdue's, uh, Purdue's um, resume. But, yeah, so... Moving on to number four, you just mentioned you had Purdue there. I actually have Baylor still here. Uh, I might be too high on this, but I really just think that um, I'm not trying to let recency bias affect my ranking on Baylor, but Baylor started off so strong. It picked up a lot of quality wins. Mm-hmm. They have they got wins against Michigan State, Villanova, Iowa State, um, road win against an Oregon team that's close to the tournament. Um, they are leading the... Um, they're leading the the league in quad one wins going into the, er, on Monday. Uh, they were seven and two in quad one. I think the only other team that was joining them at the time was Wisconsin. Um, so that's kind of why I had Baylor still up there. Obviously, they've picked up some bad losses recently, but I still think they have some quality stuff going on for them. Yeah, they just haven't been able to like even really handle a lot of the mid level teams in the Big Twelve so far. I expected Baylor to kind of like Baylor and Kansas to kind of dominate the Big Twelve, but they really have looked fairly vulnerable uh, since Big Twelve play has started. Um, the Oklahoma State loss is obviously a little bit questionable. Yeah. Uh, the only like real quality team they've beaten since Big Twelve play has started is um, Iowa State. Um, yeah, and it's not, and they're like struggling to really like keep these like they're struggling to like make these decisive wins when they're beating these like kind of lower end teams too. Well, I mean, they've won by like ten points in almost every game in Big Ten or Big Twelve play. Yeah, against I guess they and and I get to be fair, Big Twelve play doesn't really have any off nights. So like I even like you would look at a team like TCU and think, oh, that that was an easy should be an easy game. For yeah, them. a twelve point win on the road at TCU looks really good right now because TCU is a team that is kind of rolling, um, tournament team as well. Um, but yeah, it's like they're they as you said they don't have an off night and they're like still winning by ten points in most of these matchups. Obviously, that Oklahoma State loss at home is questionable i don't know how it happened really and then obviously they just lost on the road to alabama and didn't really look like they had much of a shot in that game coming down the line so um i did drop them one spot only but um i think it was just kind of like how far did i want to jump up some other teams um and uh, i just felt like some of the big wins that happened this weekend for like a team like ucla or kentucky didn't like like they were like they got them closer but they didn't match like what Baylor had already done in my opinion but, but like obviously it's really close like I have I have a tier from 3 to 10 um, yeah like so, these teams are all really neck and neck to me so Baylor starts off another tier for me at 6 so it's, I don't have them like I have them two spots below but I do think there's I, I think I want to see them beat Kansas essentially or have if they picked up that Texas Tech win I think yeah. I also would have them in that next tier up definitely probably probably first in that tier honestly um it's just, I want, like, they, they don't have, like, UCLA has the Arizona win now. Kentucky has the Kansas win now. Yeah. Uh, Purdue, obviously, is, like, a little bit lacking. But even then, like, like the, I think the Villanova win is probably, like, they, they both beat Villanova. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I could see, I don't know. Purdue is the one team I'm a little bit a little bit sketchier on. But I just want to see, like, Baylor 
really get that signature win at this point. Yeah, I just think, yeah, they've, like, obviously they don't have that signature win, so that will be helpful, but, like, they have two, like, like top 15 wins, um, and uh, just, like, they also, like, in those wins, they kind of, like, handle those teams, if I am correct. Yeah, they beat Michigan State on a neutral court, I believe, by 17, and then they held Villanova at 36 points. Yep. And this Villanova team has been hanging around top 15 all season. Um, all right, should we move on to five? Sounds good. Uh, another one where I'm not too confident. I mean, I'm not confident in any of these. I have Duke at number five. I have Kentucky at five. So you want to go on Kentucky since I just long-winded Baylor? Yeah, so this is it, this was a huge week for Kentucky. They had been a team time sitting in the, the Baylor boat, like where I just talked about Baylor, where they, they needed to pick up a big win. Uh, they spent a lot of their season like with absolutely nothing on the resume besides a loss to Duke. Um, so beating Kansas was huge for them, especially a road win over a, like a, a big road win over a Kansas team. Um, besides that, they're really like kind of coasting on not really having like like obviously the Notre Dame loss is questionable, but I think that's still quad one because it was it on barely. It's like there's 71 in the net, and so it cuts off at 75. Um, but the reason I couldn't get Kentucky too high is, yes, they've just dominated two teams in, like, this past month. Like, they beat Tennessee by, uh, what is it, 28 points at home, and then they just beat Kansas by 18 on the road. But other than that, they have only one other tournament team win um, and just a lot of, like, fodder thrown in there. I think, yeah, Kentucky has, like, eight quad one wins, um, which is... Looking through some of the top 25 teams, that's, like, tied for third. So they just have a lot of, like, bad teams thrown into their schedule. And then um, they just, like, they lost to, like, that Duke team who I just said I have number five. So and they lost that Notre Dame, which isn't great. LSU's kind of falling off a bit. And then obviously you can't blame them for losing to Auburn. Yeah, I just think they're one of the only teams that sit, like has really high-quality wins. Their only losses are to quad one teams. It's not Notre Dame's fine this year. Um, so there's not a ton to like really go off, and like the top, the besides Notre Dame, the quad one teams they've lost to are like pretty high end quad one like losses. Yeah, uh, it's like a road loss to an LSU team, it's a road loss to an Auburn team, and then a new like those are like those are really high end teams at that point. So it, I I I just think there's not a huge amount to like demerit them for at this. Yeah, point. no, I don't have them too far lower, but um, in terms of Duke, um, I feel like only have three losses um obviously two of those are kind of sketchy that florida state loss that was an overtime loss on the road by only one point so like you can't blame them too much and then miami they only lost by two points that one was at home though um but duke still got that win over gonzaga they did beat kentucky head-to-head early in the season on a neutral court and then even some of these like uh like games that they've played like they, they like have some other quality wins like a road win against Wake Forest is probably like up there with some of like Kentucky's better wins. That's definitely fair. I I think really the big thing is the losses are like across the board. Like the Ohio State loss is the only one that is really like pretty forgivable. I think the yeah. other two are definitely. I uh, uh, it's quad two losses. I mean Florida State could get back into being a quad one loss pretty easily this year. I wouldn't it wouldn't surprise me if they do. Um, but besides they 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 the losses are quad two and then like yeah they have. A solid mix of wins, but they really haven't wanted beating anyone. I guess they're who are they going to beat in non-conference play? But yeah, like, I think it's pretty similar to Kentucky. Like they have two top wins, and then 
um, and then like kind of like a middle tier, like the Wake Forest, North Carolina, kind of are like similar type uh, teams. Um, but I mean, they beat they beat Kentucky head to head, and like Kentucky also has like one more loss to their name. So like the Notre Dame and like Florida State, they're kind of like similar places in the net. So. Um, I don't know. I think I could definitely. I, I I think I could definitely go with that if it weren't for. I, I think if they just had one of the Miami Florida State losses, I think that would be far more reasonable. But since they're, they're sitting at like they're sitting at two losses of that caliber essentially, um, and so that's a little bit harder for me to. Like, I think that. I think yeah. I think besides that, you're right that the the Kentucky Duke's resumes are very similar. I just think that that the, like the two losses of that quality is really what's separating them. Yeah, I think what really just comes down to it for me is just like obviously like. The teams are very different from the first game of this season, but like they like did handle them in that uh, head-to-head matchup between the two. So, um, I mean, I think it's going to be interesting. Kentucky's going to um, play a road game against Alabama this weekend, so um, that'll definitely move them up because what Duke's probably playing like NC State, I bet this week. <laughs> Let's see. Yeah, it's really it, there's not a ton of opportunities. Oh, they just they just played uh, a pretty good road uh, win against Notre Dame, and then That's they're right. also playing another road against UNC. You know, this that's going to be actually a great. That was, this was actually probably the hardest week they had left in the season. I'm like, actually really interested for Coach K's last game it, playing at UNC. Yep, that'll be interesting. But still, the fact that the hardest week of their season at this point is a road game against Notre Dame and a road game against USC is just goes to show where the ACC is at at this point. Yeah, no, it's definitely it's definitely low quality, so people will keep jumping Duke, but I just couldn't get people to quite jumping Duke. I, we can move on to six. This is where I have UCLA. Yeah, both teams we've discussed before. I have Baylor here. Yeah, so UCLA, I mean, again, like similar to the teams we just discussed, uh, two uh, top-end wins, Villanova, and now that win against Arizona, then with a Marquette like mid-tier thrown in. And then who else have they beat? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It, it's, yeah. No. So, I don't know. I mean, UCLA, you got to credit them at this point, I guess, for only have two losses. Not many teams can say that. But they also, they missed, a, they were one of the teams that missed a lot of COVID time. So yeah. they're like, so yeah, it's only 16 wins with the, to go with those two losses also. Like, Auburn is sitting at one loss and they're with 21 wins. Like Yeah, no. Auburn, I don't think Auburn's postponed or canceled a single game this year, which might be the biggest win of the season. Like, <laughs> I mean, also good for, good for them. Yeah, but, um, I mean, yeah, so UCLA just um, that win had them move up, like even up to six was moving up five spots for me. So, um, but they have another game against Arizona this week, so uh, more opportunity to jump some more people. But uh, number seven is where I have Kentucky. I had Arizona here. I think I'm the first. Yeah, I'm the first one to uh, bring up Arizona, so I can I can talk about them for a little bit. Yep. Um, pretty similar, right? Like a resume to well, actually, honestly, you know what? No, no, no. They have a really unique resume at this point of the season compared to the other teams we discussed. Uh, they're really they're really sold by their one numbers, where they're still dominating. They're second in the simple rating system. They are f- uh, third in the net now. Good for Houston, I guess. That's impressive. Um, besides that, they don't really have a standout win outside of an Illinois win early in the season. Yeah, no. Uh, th- they jumped into the this Arizona team wasn't like a top twenty five team to start the season. Jumped in with a big uh, win against Michigan, who. Turns out was never good, but Arizona's second best win at this point is probably what Wyoming. Yeah, or the Michigan win. Honestly, who knows which of those teams is actually good. Yeah. Um. So if you, if that's either. That's why I had trouble with Arizona. Like Arizona, I had top five like all their like past few weeks just because like only one loss. They had a good win on the road against Illinois, and it was like a close road loss. So it was like all right until you prove me wrong, like. 
I'm not going to really drop you. And then they lost like pretty badly against UCLA. So that's when I, that's where I kind of lost it with them. I, I almost had them on their own tier um, lower, but um, they're still a good team. I, well, I think so. Like, it's really, it is a little if hard to play, tell. If they play a close game with UCLA, then I'm like, all right, both, maybe both these teams are really good. But I don't know. Arizona, that was not a great loss this week, so I had them tumbling in my rankings. Yeah, at this point, I would assume that the this, the one numbers just kind of got out of control because they had like kind of a perfect resume to just kind of like... Yeah, I think the, the one number metric like like just didn't even adjust because it's like, all right, you like lost against a quality team, but... Don't forget, you beat University of North Colorado by 25 points. You beat Sacramento by, like, 50 points. Like, and I think the big stuff, like, Wyoming's still considered, like, a quality team by the one numbers. So that 29-point that yeah. win. The Michigan is still considered a quality team by those. Yeah, they just blew out some teams to start the season. Um, so, looking back at it, that four-point, what, overtime win against Wichita State? I think Wichita State has tumbled in the net. They're 82, yeah. so that's not phenomenal. Um, <laughs> it's kind of crazy that of the teams that you're looking there, like Wichita State's quad two or three win for that. Yeah, it's yeah. pretty funny. A neutral quad. So quad, yeah, it, they really just, do they have, they, they, so they have one. They have only, they're one and two in quad one. That's yeah. why, that's why I can't get them. It's, it's really, they're, they're at the top of this. They're a weird, they're tier. a weird team at this point. I would not be surprised if they kind of, if they slip like into the low end I of think, the top 20. I think if they lose, uh, well, actually, let's discuss this. Arizona has uh, a week. That's for sure. They have two home games, that which is nice, but it's to the two teams in the Pac-12, UCLA and USC. Um, I think if they lose to UCLA, like I would have dropped them out of top ten on a normal week. But like if they like handle USC, then like they could stay in. But I don't know. I think Arizona's risk of falling out of the top ten at this point in the season. Oh yeah, no, hundred percent. They they need to win one of these games to stay in the, to stay in the top ten and. Yeah, I think if they win one, they probably stay in, but they still definitely need to win one. Yeah, especially that UCLA one would kind of lock them into the top ten for a good while, um, unless they really mess up in the Pac-12, but can't picture that happening. They've been pretty good against these middling Pac-12 teams. Yeah, and they don't, they, 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 they're really just, like, there's two, well, no, they got some at the very end of the season. They have, after this week, they have four games in the top 100, like, against top 100 net teams. Yeah, no, so... Um, should we move on to? I mean, I don't really have much to say much more about Kentucky. I do like I do like their big wins against big teams, um, but um, even like that Tennessee team's like not even like a top end top twenty five team. So yep. Um, but we discussed them enough. We can yeah. probably move on to another new team. Eight uh, is where I got Kansas. Yep, and I have Duke um, here. So you want to break down Kansas a bit? Yeah. So I feel like Kansas. It's kind of a disrespect if like I had them higher than Kentucky just because of what Kentucky did on their home court to them. Um, Kansas still had a, like, like they lost badly, but they still picked up a win against Texas Tech. Granted, it was a close home overtime win, but like, still, still another great one for the resume. Top fifteen team that that you can't hate on that. But the the like a big issue is that is their second best win of the season. They they were they're kind of riding on that opening night win against Michigan State, um, and then other than that, they have a home game, a close home win against Iowa State, um, and then that's it. So. Um, close road win against Oklahoma, like really a lot of close close wins over the like the decent teams. Yeah, Kansas hasn't separated themselves very well. Um, Honestly, the well we're recording this after the Iowa State game. That Iowa State win yesterday was big for them. We're not yeah, obviously definitely. we didn't include that in our rankings, but still that that was that was very necessary. Yeah, I think Kansas just like they're the third best offense in Ken Palm, 
and 52nd in defense. So I kind of think they just like kind of get into shootouts and they're not very good at stopping the uh, other teams. So I just think that there's not a lot for them to go off of um, at this point. Um, but I don't know. Their losses, they have three losses. Um, obviously, that Dayton loss is pretty interesting <laughs> at the beginning of the season. But um, a good Texas Tech team and a good Kentucky team. Just can't believe they gave up the home court like that. Yeah, no, 100% fair. I have Kansas one spot lower than you. They're ninth in the simple rating system. I just think there's not a ton of reason to drop them like below. They're ninth in the net, so really. Yeah, you had Kansas at four last week, and I had them at five. So it's like they still picked up a top 25 win on this week. Yeah, they were and they were one of the top teams coming in. So it's really it's hard to just completely give up on them at this point. Um, they just need to. They're another team. Like it'll be really big to see who comes out of the Baylor uh, Kansas games on top because Yeah, no, that's definitely one to look forward that to. That team get that team's getting one seed. There's some good there's some good uh top 10 matchups coming up this weekend. Yeah, actually there's some good basketball this week. This I guess week. Thursday is the UCLA uh, Arizona game, but still we got nonetheless got some good stuff Saturday too. Okay, uh, moving so, on to number nine. Well, did we mention at eight you had Duke? But yeah, yeah, I had Duke at okay. eight. Um, I, we talked a decent amount about Duke. Uh, I can, yeah, I mean, I, I've already talked about why I had Duke lower. Yeah, just because their losses, but yeah, yeah. Number nine is I have Houston, and that's where you said you had Kansas. Yep. And then I said we just finish off at number ten is where I put Arizona at the bottom of the tier, and I had Houston there at ten. So let's we, we probably mostly discuss Houston here. Yeah, so Houston. Um, kind of similar resume to Kansas, honestly. Similar resume, possibly yeah. closer to Arizona. I feel like that's fair too. I guess if we're this is where we've ended up with all our teams that don't have a really quality yeah. win at this point. Houston's pulling in at number two on the net, um, and then number five in Kempom. Fair, yeah, honestly, yeah, that's a good point. They have really similar resume to Arizona at this point, where the one numbers are really the, what's holding them up. Yeah, um, I've been saying this for episode after episode. I hate ranking Houston in the top ten, but. Um, they only have two losses and mm-hmm. and two losses like close, we say close, this a lot. Qu- close games yeah. to quality teams. Yep. Um, last week I had Houston at seven and dropped them to nine, and you had them at uh, eight and dropped them to ten. Yeah, so pretty similar. Like we just looked at them, we're like, all right, they were fine, but other teams had better weeks. We both had UCLA and Kentucky jump up over them. I'm assuming. Yep, that's what. Yep. Um, but Houston. Uh, it really like there's not a huge amount to say. I, I, like they they actually like they beat UCF, who's one of the better teams in the American at this point. But who cares? Because one of the better teams in the American wouldn't have a winning record in like the Big Twelve. So yeah, no, it's definitely yeah, it's ah, oh, it annoys me so much. But a week from now, they will finally get their first chance to get a quad one win on the road against SMU. I think SMU is they're both quad one. Cincinnati's quad one right now too. Oh, they are. Yep. Oh, because they're both road games, aren't yep. they? Yeah. Yep. Barely. Cincinnati needs to... Need, they're at 69, so yeah, they hold I, my, off to that spot. My worries is that, like, Houston beats Cincinnati and Cincinnati <laughs> in turn falls out. Cincinnati so. loses by, like, 30, and all of a sudden they're not... They, the coach needs to coach them up right to beat them. I mean, just yeah, not. no, Houston's got to be strategic about this. Do some calculations. Yeah, they, they got to get the spreadsheet out to determine exactly how much they need to beat Cincinnati by. To, <laughs> to keep them in the... To keep that a quad one win. But, honestly, that Cincinnati team might just lose games after it. Yeah, no, that, yeah, they can't... You can't be too careful. <laughs> but yeah, Houston, I mean, they're just beating everyone by, like, everyone except Tulsa by, like, 10 points. can't believe they were two-point win against Tulsa on the road. But uh, nonetheless, they uh, are 0-2 in quad one. Um, they have only four quad two wins, and then seven quad three, seven quad four. I will not move them over people. 
Like, I will not move them up uh, as long as other teams are not falling, like, just yeah, yeah, plummeting yeah. ahead of them. But they have a great strategy. They're in the top ten, and basically, no matter what, like, it's going to be hard to move a team above them also. Like, <laughs> No, I, I will happily do it if, if, like, as long as Houston is, doesn't keep, like, blowing up these teams by 30. Like, if they beat Cincinnati and SMU by 30, then fair enough, they can stick around. But, like, let's say, like, Texas Tech picks up some wins. Wisconsin, like, Texas Tech just... Um, we're recording on Wednesday, obviously. So last night, Tuesday, Texas Tech just picked up a big win against uh, Texas. So like, I, I'm, I would consider it. I'd honestly consider moving them up higher. Um, uh, Wisconsin and Michigan State, like they still play some Big Ten teams. So that's true. I don't see either of those teams stringing the wins together to get into like the top ten. Though. Oh yeah, think... like it's it's not likely that it, like what's what needs to happen is going to happen, but it's definitely possible. And like even like. At the at the rate they're going, Providence, if they keep like if they just pick up some more wins, like obviously, like then they would just have like they'd be like two lost team just like Houston, but with with some wins, with a, a horrible score in the one numbers though. Like like Providence is bad for a top twenty five team, and Houston's elite for a top twenty five team. Yeah, I mean, I just. Yeah, I guess that just really comes down to score differentials and your losses. That's... Yeah, and well, it's not Providence's wins. Like we're, we may not discuss Providence much, but their wins because we agree on them. But their pro- wins are their wins are meager at this point. Yeah, but as long as as at least they're squeaking out those wins against the top teams. Houston didn't do it in their two games, so um, that's why it's impossible to rank them higher than nine at this point. I feel like. No, yeah, I, I agree. Yeah, I, I I do think, and I think they honestly, yeah, I kind of do think they have a better, the a worse version of the Arizona resume. Yeah, but like, I did I, have them one ahead of Arizona just because I feel like Arizona lost pretty big. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why I dropped them to the bottom of the tier. That's I almost, fair. The I almost margin, put I almost put Arizona there. like at a tier by itself below these other teams we just discussed, but they are close enough to Houston that I couldn't like honestly maybe Houston and Arizona are a tier for me. <laughs> they they are very similar. That, that's definitely fair, but. Uh, do you want to finish up there, or do you have any more? One more note. Uh, Houston is sixth in the AP. They're ahead of Baylor, Duke, and Kansas. Just want to point that out, and that's blasphemous. I can Let's... see. I can see like Kansas at the very least, just because Kansas doesn't really maybe, maybe have Duke the win. as well because Duke's like. Uh, I don't know the teams that have like a, a real cal- quality win. It's hard to like, especially Duke. Like they, they like yeah, they, they didn't weren't even like. It's blasphemous. Yeah. It's dumb. I don't know how that could be above Baylor. Like, at all. <laughs> it doesn't make sense to me. To Maybe be- because they lost to Alabama by less points than Baylor did. <laughs> and the, I do think the AP poll is a little bit more of a heat check than... Um, yeah, it's just reactive. Yeah, like, the, a lot of AP voters are way more likely to see a win streak and keep a team up uh, yeah. than than they are to like, yeah. see a loss and be like, oh, I gotta move them down. Like Baylor, Baylor was uh, eight in the AP poll. I think that's, like, really just feeding into a recency bias. Yeah. Like, they still have... Like, when you, you said you had them... Six. Six, yeah. I think that's the lowest I could see Baylor getting. Yeah, yeah. Baylor was closer to being in the next tier up than they were to being in the next tier. Like, yeah. They, Baylor like, Baylor really could. They wouldn't have been that hard for me to get Baylor up with the other teams there. Getting them any lower than the teams below them seems kind of absurd. Yeah, and even if, like, Baylor and, like, Kansas, like, play each other, as long as one doesn't blow out the other, I'm probably still going to have them higher than this Houston team. I just... I mean, who knows? I say that, but then... If Kansas loses, I Kansas kind of I think Kansas kind of needs those. Yeah, ones. I don't know. I just yeah, it's I mean Kansas obviously we just discussed beat Iowa State, so they're picking up another. Yeah. Well, the, who knows if Iowa State hangs around the top twenty-five? Did they get ranked this week? Yeah, they're ranked. I had them ranked as well. I was kind of shocked to see that you uh, 
didn't rank them. I don't think I ranked them last week either. Yeah, but they picked up two wins and yeah, a lot of teams lost. But we'll see if they can get back. Maybe up. maybe we'll discuss <laughs> that in the next segment. But um, anything else at the moment for I guess comparing us to the AP poll? Um, UCLA got up to three, so I guess you're you're with them on that. Which feels weird. I was I've been low on UCLA. Did you have the same top five in the in the exact order? Yes, you did. Oh wow, that's funny. Wow, you are just. You were conforming to the AP poll now, huh? I mean, a real switch for you, I guess. But I think the AP poll did a solid job this week. All right. Well, I disagree. Uh, but yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk about some other teams uh, coming up. So now we're gonna break down some of our like lower fifteen teams. Uh, starting at number eleven for me with Villanova. Uh, Where do you have the Villanova team? Uh, I put Villanova at fourteen this week. All right. So honestly, this week was a little hard to find like huge differences we had with each other. So this is one of the bigger ones, especially among high end teams. Um, yeah, I just don't. My issue with Villanova, like, uh, they were kind of in their weak part of their uh, biggie schedule. So it was hard to see, like move up Villanova. Um, last week I had Villanova at thirteen, and I actually dropped them to fourteen. Um, I moved. E- I moved Wisconsin ahead of them, who I had like one spot below. Um, so that's kind of where that adjustment came. But you're definitely right. It's a hundred percent the very of what very weak part of their schedule. They haven't played any of the quality Big East teams in over a week. Um, I do think that they have clearly like established themselves as the highest end team in the Big East. Like they were pretty close to uh, what UConn for you, right? Uh, I had Providence as the next highest. Oh, you had. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. There. Oh yeah, oh yeah. You have probably you only have probably them one spot ahead of Providence in the same tier. Okay, yeah, yeah. So should we maybe compare like kind of compare some resumes to the Big East? Um, but if you if I'm if you're looking at Villanova, um, I guess I had Xavier twenty five, but I had Xavier on the s- same tier as like the others considered. So I really don't even count ranking Villanova uh, or ranking sorry ranking Xavier. Uh, Xavier hasn't played. Uh, a Big East team that's in like higher than twenty five for me. Xavier is the best Big East team. Um, obviously, they played Marquette but lost that game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Marquette's the fourth highest Big East team I have. Um, they haven't played Province. They haven't played UConn, um, and they played like Creighton twice. And like one time, one of those times, they got killed by them. Uh, obviously Villanova, they still got that Tennessee win, which is their best one of the season. But um, besides that, they don't have t- too many top wins for me. And a team like Wisconsin or Michigan State, who I ranked ahead of them, um, kind of traded some wins with the Big Ten teams. But like, I need to see Villanova prove a big win first before I can get them super high. Yeah, they're not going to have a great opportunity to do that. The Big East has quality teams, but really... like They, they it- kind of have middled out. Yeah, yeah, especially, like, if you're, if Xavier's, like, a fringe top 25 team, Marquette's a fringe top 25 team, so you got Providence and UConn as their only real, like, potential to get a top 15 win this season. Uh, yeah, my thing is, like, Providence, like, compared to, like, Villanova, the reason I'm so close is, like, obviously, can't rank Providence too high because they got blown out by UVA, they got blown out by Marquette, but, like, they've picked up wins uh, against that Marquette team, they also have a win, like, against Xavier, like uh, Villanova does, but... They've beaten UConn on the road, who's the only other, like, kind of respectable Big East win. Like, or, like, big Big East win. And then they also earlier beat Wisconsin on the road to start the season. And Villanova didn't pick up as big of a win early in the season. That's definitely fair. Tennessee win. I mean, it was the margin of victory was solid. 
Yeah, but definitely. There's, there's not a huge amount else going for them. They're doing Villanova is doing well in the one numbers. They're eighth in the simple rating system. Yeah, that's because um, and fifth like, in the net. That's because honestly, I don't even know how the create and loss factors in, but um, they lost to UCLA, Purdue, and Baylor, who we we each just made a case for those three teams being a top five team. So, um, like. Dernette is definitely, like, pretty good about that. Yeah, it's all quad one losses at this point of the season. And besides... Oh, the Creighton one is? Yeah, because it's on Creighton, the road. I think, actually, Creighton just moved in. At, at the point of uh, the rankings, Creighton might have been a quad two. I'm not quite sure um, where Creighton... But as you said, like, it's it's high-end. It's, like, besides the Creighton one, it's high-end, like, teams in the top 20. Like, Marquette's not, he's not incredibly high-end. But it's three of the top teams we talked about in the top f- for like the top five. It's Marquette, who they lost two by three at home, admittedly. Yeah. So that's not great. So the Creighton loss is really the biggest blemish on their resume. Uh, they don't have a win that super well compensates for it. Yeah, it's just the the thing is like a Wisconsin team or a Michigan State team who are the, probably the two teams I have higher that you don't. Um, Wisconsin has like a big home win against Ohio State and then a good road win against Purdue. Um, and then Michigan State obviously has beaten this UConn team that we like are talk that, that we just mentioned, and then also a good road win against Wisconsin. So, um, yeah, at that point though, like I mean, they they're also chilling with a home loss in Northwestern. Um, I do think that the, this Michigan State, like Wisconsin, I have one spot lower than Villanova, so I completely can see where you're coming from yeah. there. Uh, I I'm just not a huge fan of the, where the Michigan State team is at. Uh, the Wisconsin win is nice. Yeah, now they don't. Michigan State doesn't have too much going for them. They kind of started the season riding off of having good losses, kind of like Villanova, but then picked up like a really bad one that's worse than um, some of the worst losses for Villanova. But also, like I think, oh, you have Villanova higher than Texas Tech as well. So that's I guess that makes the three team difference. Um, but yeah, I feel like Texas Tech also. I feel like the thing is like some of these teams have proven that Tech uh, has the wins. Tech was a hard one. Exactly. To keep lower. Yeah. Tech, like Tech Tech's wins are hard to like hard to die at this point but I, yeah i think i think we're not super like we even have these teams on the same within the same tier range yeah no i i'm the the four teams we just discussed plus providence or make up a tier for me so um it's yeah it is pretty close but i feel like it's hard to get Bay- or villanova to the top of that tier without like a bigger win they're going on the they have a good week this week they're going on actually i guess yeah, wait. Yes. Yeah, they, they already beat st john's then they're going on the road against marquette and hosting yukon that's what I need to see. I need to see those wins. Yep, three ba- and also, they're playing three games a week, week is always solid, but especially when they're all in the top 100 in net and like that. Yeah, if they like can run a road it. game. Marquette kind of like bails out their loss at home, and then obviously finally a UConn team that is. I think they'd be a pretty solid top 10 team at that point, honestly. Like, yeah, but lo- low key UConn might fall out of the top 25. <laughs> UConn had that's a, true. I forgot just to, yeah. a bad loss against yeah. Creighton at home. That's definitely fair. No, but... it might have been yeah at home, um, but. I don't know. Yeah, it is kind of the Big East teams are kind of milling each other out. Like Creighton, Creighton was like bottom of the barrel. They're move, moving up, and so like teams like Seton Hall, Xavier, UConn might be falling. Yeah, we'll see where where how many of these teams actually end up making the tournament, and how many end up actually getting a decent. Season. I think a lot of them will make the tournament. I think the seeding might be the issue. Okay. Um, um, but next team you wanted to discuss was it UConn? Well, I guess we yeah. brought UConn a little yeah, bit in the last one, but let's talk about them some more. So you had them... Oh, yes. I had UConn at 14. Yeah, and I had them 17. Okay, this is interesting. I'm kind of surprised I have a higher on UConn than you. Um, I don't like UConn this year. I don't really... They Like, obviously, their whole their whole resume is that double OT win over Auburn. They are the one team to beat the best team, so you can't, like, have them too far low. 
Um, I think, yeah, that definitely helped. I, I had Auburn on a tier by themselves this week, so I think a six-point win over Auburn on a neutral court was even in double overtime. Yeah, but, like, it's not even, like, a it's not even like a six-point win. Like, it's, it's like, if you make double OT, that really just says how close the game is. But, obviously, it's we're talking the number one team here. So. Yeah, exactly. Like, they, they went toe-to-toe. They got a road win over Marquette, which I think is definitely, like, that's quality. Um, the yeah, losses. But other than that, they haven't beaten much of anybody like vcu might be the next best team before this week that the, they hadn't lost anyone though either like the crane loss is obviously gonna well, they lost like, the west, oh, a west virginia team that might not be a tournament team this year on the road i guess west virginia's kind of falling apart a little bit but i still think like a three-point loss so like that's still a quad one three, a three-point quad one loss like that's not I, I it was really their losses were hard to mark them down for at that point especially because yeah. none of them were more than by two scores um yeah, but, and then they had the they have one of the biggest wins of the season, plus some side like just doing all right in the Big East to yeah. kind of like my my issue was out. like I think reason I had them lower was because I had Providence ahead of them, um, just because obviously like we've kind of just mentioned Providence, but Providence did beat them head to head on UConn's court, um, so I don't know. It's kind of hard to judge those two teams. I think they're really close in where they are um, in the Big East. Like obviously we we have Villanova ranks higher than both of them, but. Um, I think it is pretty close between UConn and Connecticut, and you honestly had those two teams two apart as well. So yeah, just yeah, different we, directions. Yeah, so. yeah, and I was a little higher. I, I had them one spot higher in each case too. But like, it's still I I, I still I hundred percent agree that the, these two teams were definitely hard to kind of get separated from each other. Um, I, I just I think between the one numbers going heavily in Connecticut's favor, the Auburn win, the lack of like lo- like the fact that every loss has been close. Yeah, definitely. The Crane loss is going to slide them. Like yeah, that, so we're, we're obviously they, they just lost last the night loss. Uh, to Crane. They were, what, what was the final score of that game? Or the final point differential? They lost by four, but it was a home loss Yeah, and they to also, a team that's not. So that was not a Crane's loss. A, Crane's actually going to be a tournament team this year, I think, if they can hold it together. Pa, they are, they've been surging. I, I'll give you that. They're, they're they proje- are still they're currently projected in bracketology. It's a 13-7 and seven team in the Big East? Yeah, because they, they've gotten enough like big wins. Okay. And there's, I mean, like if you look at it, there's there's not teams that you want to put in the back end of like the bracketology like the other team the next team that's like the first team out on Lenardi's bracketology is West Virginia who's I think also like 13 and 7 he really like the that Villanova win but I mean hmm. I mean Creighton's like one of the last four ends obviously moving up a little bit probably due to that win against UConn but besides like Oregon and West Virginia there's a lot of like Oh, I'm. I don't know, man. I think a lot of these teams he has behind them. I clear like Oregon. I think I clearly have ahead of Creighton at this point. Like, I, I we don't need to start breaking down our teams who we have like 40th over the overall the country. But like, I, I whatever. That's fine. Like, I still think there's a. I think that it's a little optimistic that Creighton is going to make the tournament at this point. I think it's very possible they miss the tournament. Yeah, no, obviously they're on the bubble, but they're like a good team nonetheless. So they're not gonna. It's not like a horrible, horrible loss for UConn. Yeah, um, but. Just not a team you want to lose to on your home court, no, especially no, no. when you it's haven't a, picked up some that many big uh, quality Big Twelve. They're like for the past two weeks they've played fodder. Like they played Butler twice, they played Georgetown, and they played DePaul. Those are the three worst teams. One hundred percent. They need to. They, they're kind of in a similar situation to Villanova, where they need to start being the better teams of the Big East. And they as well will have teams games coming up. They play Villanova on the road this weekend, and then Marquette at home, and then Xavier on the road. So good two weeks for them to yeah. rebound from this crate and loss to start this week. Hopefully one of the Big East teams can kind of separate themselves out and prove prove that they're like a top ten worthy team. Yeah, no, at this point um, 
none of these teams are like are uh, two seed level, and it's making it seem like it might just be hopeless for them to catch that uh, two seed line. It, it's going to be difficult. Yeah, I'm looking. Villanova's at three, so like obviously Villanova keeps rolling out some wins there. Yeah, if, Big there. E, if Villanova does well in the Big East tournament and finishes as a top two seed in the Big East, I'd be surprised they don't get. Uh, that, without that, would be they it would be hard to deny them. But we'll see. Yeah. Um, well, there that was your Big East preview, I guess. <laughs> yeah, honestly, we yeah we discussed with all the big best teams of the Big East. Okay, moving along to what Alabama? No, no, no Illinois no, no. was the next team I think we want to discuss. Yep. So I had Illinois. At uh, 16. And I had them at 20. Yeah, so um, I feel like Illinois was kind of one of those teams that, for me, benefited from just having a good week when other teams didn't. Mm-hmm. They beat Michigan State. Granted, it was like a one-point game um, where they I were. actually think they were up big and let Michigan State scrap back in that. Yeah, they were, but um, still like not the greatest. Um, but I think they were also missing some of their better players for that game. But obviously, it's the AP poll. We're not ranking based on who was playing. But they also had a road win against Northwestern. I don't know if I count that as a good win. Yeah, I mean, but like <laughs> they won by three. I mean, it was it was on the road. Northwestern's not. Yeah, but I feel I mean, like Northwestern now has a losing record after that. I don't know. They... Yeah, but I feel like we've talked about some of those teams. Like we we just discussed the one point win for against Missouri not being like 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 terrible for Auburn, but like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. They 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 won, which is important. It's yeah. it's a little harder because I think I I, I have a, I would have trouble. I'd have trouble moving Auburn up after a one point win over Missouri. Yeah, I just think I just think it's hard to move them down. I did end up moving Illinois a couple spots up. I had about twenty two last week, so it's not like I I like lowered on them. Yeah, so I I had Illinois. Um, I guess I jumped them up a bunch this week. I had them at twenty two, and now I have them at sixteen. Um, so uh, just a lot of teams ahead of them, I guess, lost or fell in my opinion. I had uh, them jump Marquette who lost. I had them jump UConn, who we just kind of discussed. Um, I just feel like Illinois had a better week. I kind of was reevaluating. I had them jump USC, who lost as well. Tennessee, who lost as well. LSU, who lost. Ohio State, who lost. Um, just a lot of team lost, so I think they kind of benefited from that, in my opinion. But That's definitely fair. They do really well in the one numbers, too, more around where you rank them. They're 15th in the symbol rating system and 14th in the net, so those are, those are good numbers. Those are real quality numbers. Yeah. Um, I just want to see, like, they're another team where I kind of want to, like, I think it's partly the Big Ten is a little bit suspect in terms of getting the high-quality wins. Yeah. Uh, Michigan State was obviously a big one. There, it, there, it was... There's not, like, other than Purdue, there's no, like, top ten team in the uh, Big Ten. Wisconsin and Michigan State have been kind of flirting with that, but... Yeah, and but no one's like no one's even really picking up decisive wins over those teams in the Big Ten uh, for the most part. Like we picked up a pretty solid one over Wisconsin. Ohio State picked up a pretty solid one over Wisconsin yeah. uh, early in the season, but then they came right back and gave it to us. So it's just it's hard to like really. It, it's been really hard for teams to separate themselves in the Big Ten, um, and I don't think Illinois has done a particularly great job of. Yeah, doing like that obviously either. they lost badly on the road to Maryland, and then some in some early uh, season lo- uh, twenty point loss to Cincinnati, but. Not great. They they do need to start rounding out their wins. I think they'll have a good opportunity tonight against Wisconsin at home. Um, again, they're favored in. Um, and then next week they play at Purdue. So maybe they could pull that off because they did go to Purdue in overtime at home. So obviously that was at home, so they benefited there. But it's a team they could possibly – they could try to – if they squeeze out that win, then they're started, Then they're going to be respected as that Illinois team that we thought they were to start the season. Yeah, yeah. I, I definitely had pretty high expectations. They had one of my favorite – I thought Kofi Cochran was going to be one of the like leading wooden award contenders, and he's not 
not doing well, but he's probably he's not going to win it. The issue is he just isn't playing. That's um, also fair. He has he missed a lot of time early in the season with an injury, and then he t- suffered another concussion like they, recently. This win against Michigan State, he didn't play. Andre Corbello, who's been underwhelming, but still like is he's still an important. Player, is still one yeah. of their main scores on the team. Wasn't playing, um, so uh, they really relied on Trent Frazier to beat. Uh, Michigan State and just nobody was scoring in that game really but so it, 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 I do kind of respect that a little more but like obviously you can't factor that in too much because we're looking at wins as losses and um, we're not looking at quality of play like <laughs> yeah and I certainly wouldn't I wouldn't want to play them in tournament and I think Kofi Cochran gives them a good matchup against a lot of like teams like we just saw Kansas struggle massively to deal with a big man of a very similar vein to Kofi Cochran with Oscar Tashibwe. Yeah. Um so I think there's there's a solid chance that Illinois could go on a run in the tournament. I just don't love what they've done at this point of the season. Yeah, no, they gotta pick up some wins and they'll finally have a shot at that. But uh do you wanna talk about Alabama? I think we got time for that. Yeah, might might as well, I guess. Alabama had the weirdest week ever. Um let me pull it up real quick. Obviously, they they had a great home win uh, at the end of the week against uh, a really good Baylor team. But do you have the game pulled up? Yeah, yeah they lost by six to Georgia on the road. Um, it was definitely like the fact that they pulled off a like uh, almost uh, not not a double digits. They only won by nine, but they pulled off a nine point win over a top five team in the country at the time with Baylor and a six point loss to. The worst team in the SEC, probably one of the worst teams in Power Five play. Ooh, that's a good point. Yeah, um, I guess some of the Pac-12 teams are down here, but Georgia is six and fifteen. Um, they, uh, with four of those wins coming in quad four, so they've only beaten two quad one and quad two teams, and Alabama just made themselves one of, one of those t- two teams. They're two hundred eleventh in the net, and I mean, if you probably look at Georgia's schedule. Um, I don't know if you can pull that up real quick, but they, I feel like they've been getting blown out by teams. They are just really, really bad, um, and Alabama somehow lost them. Alabama's been losing to everybody but beating the top teams, so it's really it's really hard to – it's really confusing how to rank Alabama. That was also a fun fact about Georgia, their first win since before Christmas. Wow. <laughs> well, it's because they've been playing SEC since then, really. Well, and they have also played <laughs> East Tennessee State, Gardner-Webb, like, well, Vanderbilt's in the SEC, but – They've yeah. had they've had opportunities to like to play, to win games. Yeah, so you had Alabama at nineteen. Uh, I had Alabama at twenty two. The uh, tw- I think Alabama was the first team out like in the rankings. Yep, they were. Yeah, and they were pretty cl- like they they weren't close to getting in, but they were pretty far separated from any other team in terms of vote getting. Yeah, they were like the clear like if we're considering any other team, that's that's the one. But um, I t- couldn't get Alabama too high just because of that, and it's. If, if I was, like, their third loss or something like that, like, I'd be like, ah, oh, bummer. But, like, they're still winning quality games. Alabama has, what, seven losses Including the Missouri loss earlier in the season. So it's not Memphis a Memphis loss. The losses are a mixed bag of, like, they've lost to some of the best teams in the country. Uh, like, they lost, they like, uh, actually, yeah. Actually, they kind of beat the most. The, the, they beat. Yeah, they of, lost to Auburn. They, they, they when they play the best teams in the country, they actually seem to win a lot. <laughs> but besides that, but like, listen to these teams they lost to. Iona. I mean, they're they're they could win their conference. Not an auto bid team. Yep. Memphis fallen off. Davidson, good team actually, but still Alabama should not lose them. At Missouri, horrible. At Mississippi State, not a tournament team. At Georgia, 
one of the worst teams in Power 5 play. Yeah, there's no other top team, top 35 team in the net that has two quad three losses at this point. Yeah. Uh, so Alabama is definitely pull off a pretty impressive accomplishment there. I think the big thing going for them, obviously, at this point, is they have almost untouchable like win quality at this point. Uh, win over Alabama, or win over Houston, win over Gonzaga, win over um, Baylor at this point. Like that's that's really really hard to. Yeah, but if 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 they pick up like a uh, well, they just lost to Auburn this. Uh... Yeah, so that was that was their second loss. They've lost twice to Auburn. Yes, yeah, so now that's their wasn't. that's their eighth loss, and, and this one was not close. And then they go on the road this week, or they're hosting. They're hosting Kentucky. If they lose that game, I'm not ranking them this week. I know, I know they have the top three, but like that's not a re- like that's not a reason not to rank them. It's like, too. They're, it's, they're like they they if like, they play close, if they play close, they just got killed by Auburn. Yeah. If yeah, they yeah. get killed by Kentucky, I'm not ranking a nine loss team at this point, whether they have the wins or not. Because I mean, because of because of how bad those uh, some of those losses are, you just you kind of have to have. Um, yeah, the losses are bad, but they still they're still easily the hardest schedule of the season. Like I don't think like looking at the loss column for that is really the best like like the best way of going about it. Just because no one's no one's even touching them in terms of another fun fact about Alabama: zero quad four matchups. They haven't played a quad four game. That's interesting. And honestly, you know, uh, let's I'm I'm actually trying to Google this right now. Uh, figure out what the quadrants are. I'm kind of curious to see if Georgia could slip down to a quad four. But Probably I, not on the road. Yeah, I don't think road. I mean, actually, road, no. Road is two forty one or worse. George is at two twenty one. Okay. So, <laughs> wouldn't that be crazy? They're at two eleven. Oh, they're two eleven. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, yeah, I guess who's their other quad uh, three lost? You know, that would probably be. Is it the Memphis, Iona? Home. Oh. Is is oh, Missouri. It's Missouri. Missouri. Is, it, is that a road? Yeah, I guess it must be because I can't think of it all. But, like, that team's they're 155 in the net. Uh, to be quad three, it's 146. Okay, yeah, yeah. So that's the, yeah. So that that's actually more likely to end up working its way into a yeah quad th- uh, two. into a quad two loss. Missouri, I can see Missouri getting back up. Well, honestly, playing the SEC, Missouri may not be able to pull that off. Uh, but yeah, so that that those are like obviously horrific losses. Um, but I still think that the quality wins, the fact that they play the hardest schedule of the season, I, I'd have trouble on ranking them just for losing to Kentucky. Yeah, no, it is. It's difficult because they have three top ten wins, one of them being the number the number two team like locked. But I don't know. They just. And it's not like they're rounding it out terribly either. They got a Tennessee win, an LSU win, a Florida win. Yeah, obviously, like, like they have these like wins, but it's just like. Like also like Miami like by thirty points is pretty good as well, um, but I don't know. I mean, all, like already the AP polls like said nah enough with them. AP poll AP poll hates losses, but yeah, but two more losses like I don't know. Like it's gonna be tough to get a nine. Like obviously they have it, but uh, they're so confusing. I, that's why we're talking about them. They are the most confusing team in basketball. They've played. One of the toughest schedules, but still somehow lost to some of the worst teams on their schedule. Yeah, I mean, especially since LSU is probably falling out this week too. Like, there's going to be some, there's going to be some room to get get into, like, to stay yeah, in. Yeah, but uh, I don't know. I'm having trouble. I already have them lower than you do. I think 19 is obviously their wins are good, but they are coming into the week a seven loss team with those being really horrible, horrible, horrible losses. It's just, it's so. It's really confusing how a team can be so, like, flip flopping. Yeah, and I have, but I have like top, I have five lost teams in the top ten. So like, it's like really, it's 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 one or two lost at this point in the season. It's especially like, 
they've actually played mo- and they've played most of their games too. Like they haven't had a ton of cancellations, if yeah. any, honestly. So I, t- so I don't they, know. Yeah, maybe a little more winded than some other teams, but like, but also like, but like the, as much as you count those top wins, you but, have to consider those top losses. But if we're, if we're counting losses, like I think it is important to like look at the fact that they have played a full schedule at this point. Like they're. Like their winning percentage is obviously still not great either, but I don't. It's not like yeah, but like if you if like any other top twenty five team, would they would they have as many losses with this schedule? Like obviously they might not have as many wins, but like I I, I don't think most teams are gonna be throwing a, a fourteen point loss to Memphis or um, a loss to Georgia and Mississippi on the road. Like, yeah, I just think it balance. I think I think the higher quality wins are obviously harder to get than the like those are those are like the more impressive accomplishment to me than the lower quality losses. Yeah, I mean, like something like for like you can say like oh they had a bad night, but they they have a bad night very often. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. I mean, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It is interesting. They still hang around in the one number metrics um, currently. I mean, they just lost to Auburn, but they're still 22nd in the net. Um, but nonetheless, I feel like it's hard to argue it because you, you, I don't think we've really seen like a resume quite like this in a while where they're like literally have three top 10 wins, but also uh, have quad three losses. Like it is really shocking. So I don't think there's a really good way to go about ranking them. No. Yep, but thank you for listening and uh, tune in next week. Uh, And we have some good games that will be uh, affecting our rankings, so thanks.